Angie, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faithless Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together, and we hope that you'll enjoy your time with us. Last episode, we talked a lot about love, unity, peace in Christ, and being thankful. No wonder we needed that information before we got to this lesson here. (laughs) But I think the position is important. I think he probably, that was part of the intention. Absolutely. Everything in order. Right. Mm -hmm. So So I'm going to read, so you guys have a seat, or I'm going to dive in here. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, To Colossians 3, verses 18 and 19. Wives, all of them? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go for it. (laughs) Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Okay, a little bit of scripture, a whole lot of trouble, a lot of stuff. Excuse me. Yeah, so this passage is very tricky Mm -hmm. for lots of people. Um, The whole submission, the word submit really sticks in some people's craw. Can I say that? Yeah. Sticks yeah. in your craw? Sticks in your craw, mm-hmm. sure. That's a good Southern phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole love your wives without being harsh to them, that is hard for some people too. Um, and this can be very tricky if you are... There are certain sects... Uh, sects? S-E-C-T-S. S-E-C-T-S <laughs> of people who take this to um, be very Mm heavy-handed with their spouse. Mm -hmm. Um, But that is not the way that it's intended. This is not intended to be oppressive. This is not intended to be lorded over someone. This is intended to help guide toward a healthy marriage. Right. Well, because the little last part after that comma, as is fitting in the Lord... That's a very crucial piece of that scripture. So yes, wives yield to your husband's authority, which is basically what that means, as is fitting in the Lord. So how Jesus, how do we submit to Jesus? That's how we submit to our husbands. And how does Jesus respond to our submission? He's not harsh with us. Mm -hmm. That would be the last thing he would be if you're submitting so it's a good it's a good scripture for us to focus on a little bit, especially these days. I mean, women are working, women are co-contributors. Everybody's roles have changed, um, and so it's not just the little woman at home mm-hmm. anymore. And the husband is like the big guy who's got the job, and the you know life is is a lot looks a lot different now. Except the scripture stays the same. Except the scripture stays the same. So we have to navigate how that submission works in a relationship now that is a more that looks more similar. The roles look more similar than they ever have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, that it's just really important to keep that as is fitting in the Lord before us as we talk about submitting. And this also pertains to a Christian marriage. And right? only to a Christian marriage. Right. right? Not to a business relationship, not to... Um, any other relationship out there, not to a dating relationship, to a Christian marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's important to keep in mind, too, that just because women are called to submit to their husbands, that doesn't mean that they are to be meek to their husbands or to be 
um, doormat, a door, less yes, than or, less than or yeah. a doormat or anything like that. But that is to their husbands. That's not to men in general. Right. Yeah, it, um, one of the um, Bible says to your own husband, or maybe that's a different well, yeah. version. To your own to husband, your own is, husband. Yeah. but I, I know a woman that went to a church, and the women were to be submissive to the men. Yeah, no, and that's not like, right. No, no. That's, that's not what the scripture says. And she says. had a big problem with that, and they didn't stay at that church, but that's not what it says. No, it's to, it's to your, your own husband. husband. I don't have yeah. to be submissive to your husband. No. So I, I see that this is putting things in order, yes. and it's interesting that it seems like it really speaks to the different parts of who we are. Like men, one of their, the things that they want to do is walk in, in, in into a chaotic situation and just be able to calm it, mm-hmm. right? Fix. But the one thing that women are doing always are scheming this back <laughs> by here. Here you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, I oh, yeah, I've had that plan. Like I've done that with God. Like I thought, oh God, I can change him. And I know you want him changed like this, right? So God, we're in the same place, okay? Here's the plan. <laughs> here's the plan. And I go, okay, God, here's what we're going to do. And, and we're going to, um, I don't know. I, I'm, I really love my husband. I don't know. But it's like, we're going to have him do this. And then he will be nicer to me and I will get what I want, right? right. And then God goes, Got it. Here's the plan. Now, here's what you're going to do. You're going to be nice to him, and you're going to respect him. God, you don't know the plan. (laughs) (laughs) Typically, if we start out saying, God, here's the plan, it's not good. It's never good. But I'll persist in it, too. Mm -hmm. I'll say, God, you don't know the plan. I don't think that's on the plan, right? (laughs) And he's like, okay, just do that part. It's like, okay, I'll do that part. And yeah, what I was going after probably never even happens. But what does happen is there's respect. There's love, and this comes into our marriage, and it's like, I forget the plan, too. I mean, I just kind of keep moving on. It doesn't bother me as much. So anyway, don't, God God just kind of goes, okay, here's the plan. Right. (laughs) There is a really great book out there called um, The Power of a Praying Wife. Oh, yeah. 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 Stormy Stormy O'Martin or Martian. Martian. I've always heard it said O'Martin. So... Whoever she is. Stormy, we like your book. We like your book. Um, And essentially what it is is she says, you know, yeah, there's some stuff in your spouse that you don't like, but you have to change you Mm -hmm. and you have to change your heart and you have to take on God instead of taking on yourself. And that's how that submission comes through and that's how the loving your wife comes through is by taking all of that on in God instead of taking it on yourself. Because truly, as I look at my husband, he is someone who does love sacrificially. Mm-hmm. Sacrificially, just like Jesus Christ loved me, mm-hmm. you know, and how he loves all of us. And so what it's like to submit to someone who does that, I can trust him. Mm-hmm. You know, and so this is part of like, there definitely were times when I, I mean, he's very trustworthy, it's just me, you know. Um, it was like, I don't know if I'm safe, if this is okay, if we can do this, if this is a a plan. And so it's this process of trusting. It doesn't happen overnight. And I'll be honest, it's hard for me to trust other people completely, 
but I do trust Jesus completely. Mm-hmm. So when I struggle with it, it's like, I think he's doing this wrong, God. I think he's doing this wrong. Like I'm tattling, basically. <laughs> you know, and, and it's like, gotta go, yeah, but I got this covered. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about that because guess who's in charge here? You submitted to him, he submitted to me. Mm-hmm. Right? This is the way this plan is going to work. So you just pray for him because the responsibility is on him making this decision. And it's like, so you don't have to worry about this. You just pray for him. You pray for your husband. You pray for what's going to happen. And let me do my job. So once again, it puts things back in order, mm-hmm. I think. Why that. is it that as women, we think we need to fix or change our men? I mean, we, we oh. can't wait till we get one. And then the minute we've got him, we want to change him. Because yeah, he's wrong. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) And we know it. Right. So I was thinking about Esther Mm -hmm. and how Haman, um, you know, Vashti said, I'm not coming to you when um, Xerxes summoned her, Mm -hmm. right? right? So then all of the people who are around Xerxes are like, oh no, she didn't come. Now none of our wives are going to come when we call them. Mm -hmm. You know, that is not how it works. That is not how it works. (laughs) I just, as you're talking, I'm remembering the end of Esther, and it's like when she says, and if it pleases the king, could I have another day to kill everybody? (laughs) Right. Whoa, how that turned. (laughs) Yes, but I mean, that is an example of leading with a harsh hand. Right. Um, Is that we have to, you know, she didn't come, so she's out. She's done. She's gone. Vanished. Banished. Dead to the world, Mm -hmm. you know? She no longer exists in our purview. So that is ruling with a heavy hand. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is not how God wants us to rule. Right. Well, it's hard enough when you're both Christians. How about a situation where the wife is a Christian, but the husband is not? I think there's a lot of confusion sometimes in how that should look. How does a wife who is a Christian submit to a non-Christian um, and yet she's called to do that because this doesn't specify only submit if your husband is a Christian. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, this yep. applies to Christian marriages. Right. But if one of you is a Christian, then the word says you're, you know, your marriage is, is made holy because one of you believes, right? The other partner is sanctified to some extent. He still has to come to Jesus on his own, but, but your marriage is, a, is, a, is seen as a God-given institution at that point or a God-given covenant. So trusting that... So trust you have in to that covenant marriage. trust in that covenant marriage. You've made mm-hmm. a covenant with that man, um, and God has blessed it. Mm-hmm. And so now you're still called to submit to Him, not to do anything that would be against what God's word says, because we're mm-hmm. not called to put up with abuse or right. um, or anything that would be hurtful to us or harmful to us spiritually either, not right. just physically, but um, but mentally or spiritually as well. But can we submit to a man who is not a godly man? And the answer is yes. 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 We yeah. can. And we need to know God's word so that we know if he's going outside of God's word. Mm-hmm. And we do not have to submit that way. As a, ma- as a matter of fact, it's okay to oppose that. Mm-hmm. So that would be a, 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 situation, a situation like where someone's being okay. abused. Mm-mm, that's right. not what the word says. It's yeah. okay to abuse you or anything like no. that. Mm-hmm. That's okay to oppose. Um, but... We're also called to pray for him, again, because we're trusting in God, we're trusting in that marriage, we're trusting in that covenant. And I think at some level, our covenant, even in the marriage, is with God. Well, 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. So it's like, God, I'm saying you are above this marriage. Mm-hmm. You do hold this. Whatever my husband has said or not, I'm still trusting you, God. I'm still following you, God. I'm still going to pray over my husband. And what would be the most important thing we could pray for our husbands? Not that God would change him necessarily. A salvation. Okay. But that God would reveal himself to him. Yeah. yeah. That, that husband would come to know Jesus as his Savior. That's the most important prayer that you can pray for anyone, but especially for your mate. Mm-hmm. Um, if they don't know the Lord, <clears throat> I think that would be the, the focus. Because the behavior will change once he comes to know the Lord. So if you have a behavior issue, an issue with your husband's behavior that you're having trouble with, the the best way to get that changed is for him to come to know Jesus. And God isn't restricted by whether people know him or not. Saul, well, he's a donkey. I mean, God is not restricted in any way by that. So God can still change someone who doesn't believe in him. Mm-hmm. Just because just they don't believe in him doesn't mean he's not there. No, mm-hmm. but the most is important thing would be to get him saved. Oh, that would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, God can still, the word says that God holds the heart of a king in his hand and he can turn that like a water mm. course wherever he will. So God certainly could, as you're praying the right, if, if, as you're praying for that husband to have his eyes opened to who Jesus is, God is at work over there in that husband, changing his heart, softening his heart, even before he might come to the knowledge of the truth. God is able to affect um, some change in that man's life um, that might provide you a little more comfort or um, confidence in him or trust in him. Yeah. And, well, the other thing, too, is then a lot of times when I'm praying, I change. Right. Mm-hmm. And, of course, yeah. Yeah. yeah, our attitudes change. Yeah. And if we want to... If we want to um, attract a change in someone... We have to be an example of that too. I mean, I think mm-hmm. about um, my husband loves Jesus and he's awesome, um, but there, he's my husband, and there are <laughs> things that you know we're together all the time. We've known each other longer than we haven't known each other. I mean, you know, we we know all those little buttons, all of them, mm-hmm. and the reality of it is, sometimes we push those buttons toward each other. So if he's pushing a button. And I react by flying off the handle. And, you know, my hair's poking out of my head, and I'm waving my arms around, and my eyeballs are popping out of my head. Like, what kind of response is that going to receive? That response is going to receive that his hair is going to stand off the top of his head, and his eyeballs are going to bug out, and it's not going to be pretty. You know, but if I respond with, huh, okay, then that's either going to, one, make him, like, what is wrong with you? Why aren't you reacting? <laughs> yeah. Or it's going to diffuse the situation, mm-hmm. you know? And so when we are, um, when we have our hackles up about something, and this can be with your children, this can be with your spouse, this can be with a coworker, anybody, but the way that you respond and react um, shows a huge reflection of who we are. And so if we want to reflect Jesus, then we need to make sure that we're showing that in our responses to things as well. That's well said. Yeah. I like that. Well, a question is, um, how do you think a woman should react when her husband is harsh and unloving? And what principles from Colossians or other passages would be helpful? So I said, what do I think my reaction should be when my husband is harsh? Um, 
I, I said, give him the finger. Go in your room. I bet y'all didn't expect that at Bible study. (laughs) Go to your room and slam the door, yell at him harshly, leave the house and peel out in front of the house so he knows you're angry, call him names. Or Proverbs 15 A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Mm -hmm. So a harsh word, one word, can stir up the anger. Uh, and a gentle answer turns away wrath. And I've seen this in action. It yeah. does mm-hmm. work 100%. So it's. We always say somebody has to be the grown up in the room. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. You can either <clears throat> get it going, stir each other up, or somebody can take that gentle answer mm-hmm. and not engage in that argument or that fight. Um, and change the situation. Yep. But it only takes one person mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. We have a saying that you don't have to attend every argument you're invited to. <laughs> I oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's just I as like simple it. as, you know what? I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or this isn't this isn't worth fighting over. Yeah. It's it's fine. Yeah. We're having a deep discussion about switch plates at my house right now. <laughs> <laughs> deep discussion about switch plates. I don't like them. If if my world were perfect, there would be no cords for anything. Mm-hmm. Everything would be switchless, cordless, like lamps. You would just they would all be touch, touch lamps. Yes, um, I'm, that's it. I don't like a cord. People trip over them. I don't like the way they look. Whatever. So my solution is paint over everything so it's all the same color and it all blends in, and then you don't see any of it. And my husband's like, I don't like that. <laughs> so we had this. Deep discussion last night, and I got all worked up about it. And he was like, "I didn't think we were going to. This was going to be a big deal." I'm like, but I apparently I felt very passionately Ooh, yeah. about that, you know. But he was like, "It's okay." He said, "It's yeah. not that big a deal to me if you want to paint over everything, mm-hmm. then go for it. Paint over it. I don't care." He's like, "If you want to make." whalebone ones or zebra stripe or whatever. He's like, find them, do what you want with it. It's not that big a deal. But I'll tell you what, I could have taken that one, worked on it all night. I could have been worried about it this morning. I mean, that could have turned into a World War III at my house. But only because of the fact that I don't know why, but I got so worked up about it. But he was gracious enough to be like, ain't no big thing. Yeah. You know what? And listening to you, I wonder why you did get worked up about it. And it's an opportunity. Oh, I know exactly why I got worked up. Okay, got it. Got it. But it's like anytime we get, why am I fighting about switch plays? What Mm -hmm. is going on with me? What's going on? It's like to stop and check. There's something going on with you is basically it. And a lot of times we try to put it out on our husbands. Mm -hmm. It's so not fair. Okay, I try to put it out on my husband. (laughs) It's so not fair. I think we all do that. But checking what's our dog in the fight here? What are we doing? Right. Yeah. And here's the here's the unfortunate reality, at, at least in our family. The unfortunate reality is I feel safe with my husband. I feel, I know that there's nothing that I can do that's going to make him love me any less. And so a lot of times he gets a short end of the stick. Right. Because of the fact that if yeah. I need to vent about something, if I am having a bad day and somebody has to have it taken out on him, which is not right... But, you know, if somebody's going to get busted, it's going to be my husband because you know what? He's still going to go to bed next to me. Mm-hmm. He's still going to kiss me goodnight. We're still going to get up in the morning and be married, and it's going to be okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, and when you th- like, okay, I gotta stay, start keeping it here. When I think of all the things I've done to my husband, I, I was a sleepwalker. Oh. I mean, the fact that he's married to me at all at this point is amazing. <laughs> I've done horrible things, and he's still there. He's oh, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Not vicious, mean. I was asleep. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But it's like, um, just like, yeah. It's like amazing that they put up with what they put up with. It is. Yeah. yeah. It is. Well, God set up a certain order, you know, for whatever his reasons are, the man is the head of the household. And he has a pretty big responsibility to love his wife as Christ loves the church in a sacrificial way to give himself up for her. Mm-hmm. So if a man is doing that, how can you not submit to that kind of love? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not a submit like make me a sandwich. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> make your own sandwich. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it is submission over the fact that he is the head of the house. Yeah. And sometimes that is making a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And what that also stops, I'm just realizing we're in that kind of testy part right now. Yeah. And it just it just quiets a lot of arguments that don't need mm-hmm. to be there. Because a lot of the arguments start out of fear. Yeah. Anxiety. Mm-hmm. Does he really want the best for me? Does he know what's best for me? No, does he get what's going does on he here? <laughs> it's like, and my husband's really smart. It's yeah, like he yeah. gets it. <laughs> and then by the time at the end of the fight, I understand what he's saying. It's like, oh, oh. never mind. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, who would like to pray for the marriages that are involved in the listening yeah. ears today? I'll do that. Great. <clears throat> Father, we thank you that your, it was your idea of marriage and that you established the family. We thank you, Father, that you have given us husbands, men who will love us as you love the church. And we thank you, Father, that you give us the ability to be submissive to them in the ways that are fitting to you. And Father, we know that that's not some high-handed, heavy-handed behavior that men are supposed to exhibit over women. It's a mutual love and respect um, that you can produce in a marriage. So Father, I pray that if there's anyone out there right now that's listening, that's having trouble, that you would enlighten their eyes to the truth of what you intended marriage to be, that it was a good thing for a man to find a wife and that it is a wonderful situation when a woman can trust a man as she trusts you. Um, Father, I know that marriage is a reflection um, of, of divine order, that Jesus is the bridegroom for us. He is the head of the church, and in the same way, the man is the head of the family. Father, help us to understand what that really means, um, but help us also to not let our cultural influences impact us too much when we're looking at your word and trying to understand this principle. Father, I thank you for this time together, and I ask your blessing on each and every family out there, on every marriage out there. Um, And we praise you and thank you that you are our ultimate resource and that you supply all of our needs, even those needs that we have in our marriages, um, through your son Jesus. And in his name we pray, Father. Amen. Amen. And cut. <laughs> <laughs>